and empty parliament as most NDC MPs throng the High Court complex for Jachi Kwesin's case, as well as that of their leader, Dr. Atoforsen. We are live in parliament and also in court for more. Plus, economist and lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Professor Gottfried Bachman, asking President Ekofoado to resign if he cannot govern with 40 ministers. We are also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Join News on TV. My personal handle is at the Nana Aisha. Please stay for details. We are not looking for perfect people to govern this country because we can't get that here, right? If the president cannot govern this country with less than 40 ministers, he should step down. Including the current president. He should step down. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. Many thanks for choosing us. And let's start with the police inspector who's charged with murder for shooting his girlfriend in Kumasi, who says he's not guilty as he's committed for trial at a high court in July. Ahmed Chumisi of the Kumasi Central Divisional Command has been on a provisional murder charge following his arrest at Oyoko near Ifijasi two months ago. The married officer who was keeping a girlfriend made his third court appearance to a hostile court made up of relatives and friends of his late girlfriend, Victoria Dapa. Inspector Chumese during his committal proceeding this morning at Asokore Mampon District Court angered relatives of the deceased when he told the court he is not guilty. Away from that, 6,451 prospective teachers who sat again for the Ghana Teacher Licensure examination last month failed. This is out of 7,728 people who sat for the exams. Only 1,277 passed. The figure represents 16.5% of the candidates who sat again for the examination introduced to licensed teacher teaching practitioners. This figure is concerning, according to the registrar, of the Ghana Teacher Licensure Examination, Dr. Christian Adaipoku. Some teachers have written the exams for the ninth time, but still failed. It's a worry to all of us, um, and I think it's a worry to us as a nation that you have such a crop of people who have spent so much time and resources to be educated and to come out this way. Um, let me say that this results reflects and what we have been talking about, that it is not anybody who has passed um, teacher education institutions that qualifies to be a teacher. This examination specifically is for or was for those who uh, could not be successful 
in the previous licensure establishment, especially in there for residents. And so some of these people have written the licensure examination nine times. Some have written it eight times, seven times, five times, and so on and so forth. So let me say that we are the people who are perceiving that is what is left, and we are trying to see if we can still better see them and get some people into the classroom. <laughs> so it's to us that um, the failure rate is so high. But I think that if you draw a normal care, you will find some people who really do not fit. And those who fit over the years, the pass rate of the licensure examination has opened around um, 60 70, but um, the failure rate is so high. But I think that if you draw a normal care, you will find some people who really do not fit, and those who fit over the years, the pass rate of the licensure examination has opened around um, 60 70 percent pass. And so the numbers that are able to pass are the people that continuously they research and then you get some of them making it after a few attempts and then to pass are the people that continuously they research and then you get some of them making it after a few attempts and then Ganesha Licensia Examination started in 2018, and every year we write two, um, we write two of them in a year. Mm. So, in all, we have written ten. Years written. We are not looking for perfect people to govern this country because we can't get that here, right? If the president cannot govern this country with less than 40 ministers, he should step down, including the current president. He should step down. What is what is wrong with that? Okay. You, you we said that govern with this number of people because we don't have the budget to sustain all of that. Okay. Collapse that. Sell the V8. I hope you understand that. Mm. You know what? You need to declare war on this economy. Right. And marshal all the experts. It doesn't matter which party you... Do you know something? Let's not joke about it. Okay. In 2040, Ghana's population will reach 45 million. 2040. 58% of that population will be less than 30 years. As we speak, 1.6 million Ghanaians who are in the economically active age group, they are successfully unemployed. Out of that percentage, more than 300,000 of that are food insecure and multidimensionally poor. Mm. These are people created in the image and likeness of God. Professor and Bakwe. This trend is expected. You, no, let me tell you something. You should get worried. Briefly, before I get to Benjamin Bachi. All of us sitting here, no one is safe. 
Professor Buckling also says the government must have a relook at the tax burden on Ghanaians. The adjustments that we have to go through, if you look at the plan adjustment, utility adjustment under the program, that is going to affect households, that's going to affect businesses directly. Then again, if you look at the level of taxes, right, and there is clear indication that if we are unable to meet the revenue targets as program, government may adopt other measures to, to, to increase that. Because under the program, we are hoping to increase our revenue to GDP to about 18.2%. Sure. To even increase your revenue by one percentage point of GDP is going to impose a lot of burden. And we are hoping to scale up from less than 13% to about 18.2%. Now, you look at the tax rates. If you pick Ghana's effective VAT rate, it's more than 21%. And in fact, it's the highest in Africa. When I say in highest in Africa, we are not benchmarking ourselves against Zimbabwe and the others. Let's look for better peers, right? And, and, and we should be concerned because if you look, whatever we are doing here, let's not conceptualize it as though Ghana is an island. We are operating within a certain global economy and within a continental that is looking forward to more integration under the African continental free trade. Abnadrowa has hit the campaign trail to campaign for the MPP's candidate for the upcoming by-elections in that constituency, Charles Opoku. Despite the disappointment of losing the elections and the speculations that she fell out with the NPP folks in the constituency, Abnadrowa has chosen to put aside personal grievances and has thrown her weight behind the NPP's candidate. <laughs> My message to you, the people of Asin Angel, is very short. Give the same support you once extended to Kennedy Japan and myself to Charles Opoku. I implore you to give them the same support. I believe you that once you decide to do it, you will do it. This is because once you are voting for us again, then you know that it's all about development. I'm tired to hear that Abna, since your exit, we've been lagging behind in terms of development. Because you are not here, everything is at a standstill. I'm tired of hearing that. For now, the opportunity beckons. Charles Opoku has been offered you to continue where I left off. I am pleading with you, vote for him. And let's win so we can bring you more development. Authorities of the Nyangpan.
Very senior high school in the northeast region are calling for support to accommodate over 60 female students who have been displaced following a fire incident at the girls' dormitory block. The incident, which is said to have occurred last Tuesday, completely destroyed two rooms out of the six-unit accommodation block. Seven of the affected students who lost all their property in the incident collapsed and were rushed to the hospital for treatment. The school management says most of the affected students are traumatized and will need psychological support as part of the preparations for the upcoming exams. According to the students, the fire engulfed the building between the hours of 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. while they were having nine preps in their classrooms. They say one of their colleagues saw the blaze and together they raised the alarm by wailing and shouting for help. According to them, the alarm attracted the community members who thronged to the school campus to assist put out the fire. So what happened last night was that was in class learning five times. So, and we heard a cry, fire, 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 fire. So we came out to see where the cry is. And we saw that it was in our dormitory. So we rushed to come and see what is going on. We came and our dormitory was burning. All our things, our mattresses, our beds, our books, our jerrycans, all our chalk, everything was burning. So it was very painful. Most of our things were spoiled. So we don't even have uniform, anything to wear to class. So we don't know what to do. However, they added that by the time the people could come together to douse the blaze, two rooms out of the six-unit dormitory block had been ravaged completely by the fire. It was my room. What I'm just wearing, that's what I came out with. I don't have anything with me. My books has burned and I brought my JSL certificate. All of it has burned. All my credits, my this thing, my things have burnt. So please, we really need our help. That's what just happened just now. Sixty students in all were affected by the blaze as their properties were burned to ashes. The situation left the student heartbroken as they cried overnight over their burnt belongings. Some of them were seen rummaging through the debris in a desperate effort to salvage their items. We lost our books, our mattresses our provision so many things and some of them too was wounded some are in the hospital seven students who could not withstand the damage caused to their properties collapsed and were rushed to the faith hospital in napanduri township joy news gathered that six of them were treated and discharged whilst the last person was transferred to the tamale teaching hospital for further treatment some of them spoke to joy news about their conditions we heard them shouting that we should run back that our new dormitory is on fire. We run a reach and everything has already bent and people was crying and they removed the things they were removing things outside. And I don't know what happened and they brought me here. I fell down and my hair was pending me. My room, I came and there was, they were just bringing the things out. I managed to get my, my box and some of my practical things, then my mattress. But when I sent them out, I didn't know what happened and I fainted. The affected students said the situation would negatively affect their preparations for their final examinations and call for immediate support. We are not struggling and we are wondering how we are going to really bend. So we don't know where we'll get our news and revise again. We really need 
need their help we need them to come and at least check on it and make and make sure that we get a place to sleep according to the school authorities the displaced students will be housed in the classrooms until the destroyed dormitory block is fixed the assistant headmaster in charge of administration salifu simon kofi called for both psychological and material support for the affected girls the guidance and counseling department led by the guidance and counseling coordinator is putting plans uh, together to counsel the affected students so that psychologically they will be prepared for the agents. But materially, there are books, mattresses, uniforms. Some of them, the uniform that they wore and went for prep is what is uh, is what they are left with. They have nothing. So that aspect too is a serious challenge. And uh, we intend to appeal to philanthropists and other benevolent uh, people to come to our aid. Back here in Accra, it's an empty parliament uh, this morning as most minority MPs abandoned the House to go to the High Court complex where a said North NDC parliamentary candidate, Dr. Christian's criminal trial, was set to commence. Uh, we'll be heading straight to court and speak with our uh, court correspondent because the criminal trial of uh, the leader of Parliament uh, Minority Caucus, Dr. Kessiela Tofosing, is also continuing at the High Court. It is not clear why most NPP MPs are also not present in the chamber. Last Friday, the House was forced to adjourn when NPP MPs left Parliament to accompany Vice President Baumia to file his nominations. We'll be speaking with our co- uh, correspondent, Kukwa Sante, who is on standby. The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. We came and our dormitory was burning. All our things, our mattresses, our beds, our books, our jerrycans, all our chunk, everything was burned. So it was very painful. Most of our things were spoiled. So we don't even have uniform, anything to wear to class. So we don't know what to do. However, they added that by the time the people could come together to douse the blaze, Two rooms out of the six-unit dormitory block had been ravaged completely by the fire. It was my room. What I'm just wearing, that's what I came out with. I don't have anything with me. My books has been, and I brought my JSL certificate. All of it has been. All my credits, my this thing, my things have burned. So please, we need our help. That's what just happened yesterday. 60 students in all were affected by the blaze as their properties were burned to ashes. The situation left the student heartbroken as they cried overnight over their burnt belongings. Some of them were seen rummaging through the debris in a desperate effort to salvage their items. We lost our books, our mattresses, our provisions, so many things, and some of them too were swooned. Some are in the hospital. Seven students who could not withstand the damage caused to their properties 
collapsed and were rushed to the Faith Hospital in Napanduri Township. Joy News gathered that six of them were treated and discharged, whilst the last person was transferred to the Tamale Teaching Hospital for further treatment. Some of them spoke to Joy News about their conditions. We heard them shouting that we should run back, that our new dormitory is on fire. We ran a reach and everything has already burnt and people was crying and they removed the things, they were removing things outside. And I don't know what happened and they brought me here. I fell down and my hair was pending me. My room, I came and there was, they were just bringing the things out. I managed to get my, my box and some of my practical things, then my mattress. But when I sent them out, I didn't know what happened and I fainted. The affected students said the situation would negatively affect their preparations for their final examinations and call for immediate support. We are not struggling and we are wondering how we are going to really bend. So we don't know where we will get our news and revise again. We really need their help. We need them to come and at least check on it and make, and make sure that we get a place to sleep. According to the school authorities, the displaced students will be housed in the classrooms until the destroyed dormitory block is fixed. The assistant headmaster in charge of administration, Salifu Simon Kofi, called for both psychological and material support for the affected girls. The guidance and counseling department led by the guidance and counseling coordinator is putting plans uh, together to counsel the affected students so that psychologically they will be prepared for the agents. But materially, there are books, mattresses, uniforms. Some of them, the uniform that they wore and went for prep is what, is, uh, is what they are left with. They have nothing. So that aspect too is a serious challenge. And uh, we intend to appeal to philanthropists and other benevolent uh, people to come to our aid. Back here in Accra, it's an empty parliament uh, this morning as most minority MPs abandoned the House to go to the High Court complex where Asin North NDC parliamentary candidate Jachukwesen's criminal trial was set to commence. Uh, we'll be heading straight to court and speak with our uh, court correspondent because the criminal trial of uh, the leader of Parliament uh, Minority Caucus, Dr. Kessiela Tofosing, is also continuing at the High Court. It is not clear why most NPP MPs are also not present in the chamber. Last Friday, the House was forced to adjourn when NPP MPs left Parliament to accompany Vice President Baumia to file his nominations. We'll be speaking with our co- uh, correspondent, Kwekwa Sante, who is on standby for us right now. Let's take you to court and speak with a legal co- uh, correspondent Kwekwa Sante who is on standby for us right now. Let's take you to court and speak with a Uh, things uh, went on in court today with regards to these two trials. 
And so, specifically on the issue concerning Dr. Sass, quite recently there have been some comments in the media street suggesting that it is a reason for that to decide and or decide to get it on a day-to-day basis and not take long to do it. The court said that that is what the rules of the court require, that judges are supposed to sit a trial period and hear cases and not take long to do it. The court said that that is what the rules of the court require, that judges are supposed to sit a trial period and hear cases on the judge situation matter, which is another one of major interest. And that hearing is supposed to take place in some few minutes, and it was supposed to be taking place as well, but the case is yet to be called. The lawyers involved them. An empty parliament uh, in terms of uh, the minority side. Uh, did you cite minority members in court uh, coming to support Judge Equation? In fact, I've been to the court that is here in the Dr. Fortin case. There's no member of parliament there. I've also been to the court here in the Judge Equation case. As I speak to you now, I have to cite any member of parliament present in that year. But because another hearing is taking place, you do not know if perhaps they are around the investigation for. That case will end before the show up here, but we are not in a question. Well, let me bring in Kweku Asante here. Kweku, how is parliamentary business faring with an empty uh, minority side? Hello, Kweku. The minority side. The indication we have as of this morning was that the number of the MPs have gone to offer support to the minority in the last case in a 2%. As well as um, the former, their former colleagues, they are saying not NDC candidates, graphic cases. Those cases have been held at different courts at the High Court complex this morning. One half after, we expected that questions will be raised about forums. Those have not come up yet, and we expected that business will continue. But there are a number of businesses that have expected to consider questions to the Lands and Natural Resources Minister, as well as some very important matters regarding the allegations that power is being sold or being used to a private investor. And it's going to cost the state about $300 million. So, despite the low numbers in the house, the house is progressing, and we expect that if no questions come up, these businesses will be taken. Kwekwasante is our man in Parliament uh, bringing us up to speed as to what is happening in Parliament. You heard earlier Joseph Akable, he's our court correspondent, giving us updates of the two trials in separate courts. Uh, let's now talk about the National Science and Maths Quiz and the Otibuatin Senior High School sent shot waves through the Eastern Region qualifiers as they triumphed over rival schools in a revenge battle. Last year, Sevilla uh, SHS stood as a formidable obstacle on their path to the nationals, thwarting their ambitions. However, Otibuatin fueled by an unyielding determination has emerged victorious, this time vowing to dismantle any school that dares to challenge their reign. My colleague Michael Ashali interacted with joyous students and contestants after the contest.
Italy, Otibuatin has won. They have won their contest. Raymond, Raymond. Really? You are not getting started? We just getting started, man. Who got next? Who got next? We just getting started, man. We just getting started. I mean, what, what do you make of the contest? You say what? What do you make of the contest? Oh, it was a cool concert. It was a cool, it was a cool contest, and the contestant developed. I'm my wife. I just think, my boys are on fire today. Mr. Gregory went from there. Caleb, it was it was a closely contested um, battle there for you from round one all through to the. Mr. Gregory went from there. Caleb, it was it was a closely contested um, battle there for you from round one all through to the. So our God, that God will give us the opportunity to marriage. Um, how, how, was the, how was the preparation like? Uh, it wasn't easy, but we're able to. That's right. You are witnesses to it. Um, heart wrenching <laughs> win, seriously. But luckily, our students were so fortified and wanted to do. And I think that did the trick. We are coming back. We are coming uh, Shatawale will tell you like Akai. We are going to prepare very well um, because with the, the win, this win is going to serve as a morale booster. And we are not going to leave any stone on them. When, when, when they go, 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 when the contest was really epic. Yes. Listen, Let really listen. sweet, really entertaining, and really learnable. Tale, let me be frank with all those oh, watching no, us live. We coming live this year, and next year, and the years to come. We believe in, we believe in, we believe in. So much heat, so much heat, so much God told these people that. See, you just like, see, the enemies you see today, we shall see them no more. We are the son of God. The enemies who are surrounding us. We are running them no more. We shall see them no more. Don't fall. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. Advocate for sickle cell condition advocates Madam Charlotte Owusu has charged government and the Ghana Health Service to critically pay attention to sickle cell advocacy as a means of preventing the increase in sickle cell patients in the country. She says the barriers to quality health care services in Ghana makes it imperative that prevention is the only way to keep the rising numbers. Join me says Elvis Washington Hasmo. June 19 each year is a day set aside as a sickle cell awareness day. The awareness is observed each year to throw light on the need for the public to know about the sickle cell disease. This year's theme for the awareness campaign is building and strengthening global sickle cell communities, formalizing newborn screening and knowing your sickle cell disease status with the hashtag 
break the chain, get tested, know your status. In Ghana, the day was observed in Tema where volunteers were made to test to know their statuses. Madam Charlotte Owusu, the lead advocate who launched this year's campaign, mentioned the need for all to get tested. 25% are carriers of the disease, with 23% who are healthy carriers, AS and AC, and with uh, 2% who are the sickle cell disease people, that is the SS and the SS. We have 75 people who are AA. They don't have the sickle cell at all in them. And so conveniently we can put, you know, you can easily look for, if you are in the 25%, you can easily look for a partner from the 70%, uh, 75%. So we, all we're telling them is to, it's necessary that you know because the situation as it is, we are not too good in, uh, we are not well versed in the care of uh, sickle cell. There are so many lapses in the system and people are dying. My daughter died. Madam Charlotte Owusu cautioned people from believing that their statuses could change through prayers and deliverance. Oh, no, 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 don't look there at all. No means. People say they'll pray and it will change. I, don't, I wouldn't believe that. It doesn't change my look there at all. No means. People say they'll pray and it will change. I, don't, I wouldn't believe that. It doesn't change my mentioned that it is important that people eat well to prevent diet-related diseases. If you eat well, you can prevent not only the court premises. We'll bring you details of that court proceedings in our subsequent bulletins. You will enjoy free life insurance. Oh. Free debit card save you spend and an amazing chance to double your salary. A hundred seven and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Vimo This Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, 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 but maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I'd go shine my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I'd go check my BP. We going up, never go down, and we stay flat. Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply.
Sore throat and throat irritation. New honey cough. Class go away. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advert is FDA approved. Welcome to business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The African Continental Free Trade Area Secretariat and the United Bank of Africa, UBA, have signed an agreement to support small and medium enterprises in Africa with $6 billion to scale up and grow into multinational companies. According to Secretary General of the AFTA, Wamkelemeni, the SMEs will be provided with access to the global markets and capital to enable them grow. The agreement signed by the African Continental Free Trade Area Secretariat and the United Bank of Africa is aimed at giving the private sector the opportunity to strongly participate and benefit from the AFTA. Agro-processing, automotive, pharmaceuticals, transport and logistics are the key sectors the agreement is focusing on. Speaking at the signing ceremony... Secretary General of the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement, Wamkele Meni, said the agreement would help SMEs to contribute to socio-economic development. As you know, both by capitalization and uh, uh, presence uh, in Africa, UBA is one of the largest banks uh, in, uh, in Africa and also has a presence um, in other parts of, um, of the world. That means that the, the SMEs that are supported by UBA will have access to, uh, to global markets, to global capital markets, to the latest technology, as well as to um, the capital that, uh, of course, that they will require in order to trade and in order, in order to, uh, to do business uh, within the framework of the AFCFTA. We have identified... Um, four priority sectors, which are uh, priority sectors that, under the African Union, uh, are sectors of Africa's economy that we estimate will be uh, the, the drivers of Africa's economy uh, for the next 10, 15 to 20 years. And these, these sectors are the pharmaceuticals, the automotive sector, transport and logistics, agriculture, and, um, and agro-processing. Group Deputy Managing Director of UBA, Muyiwa Akinyami, added that 
SMEs are the backbone of every growing economy, hence the need to support them to scale up. We're excited because this is not just speaking to corporates or multinationals that we're talking to. We're speaking to the engine of development of Africa. SMEs are the engine for growth and development. If you have to achieve the 16 trillion GDP by 2050, it has to be a deliberate, intentional development for the SMEs. And a critical thing most SMEs lack or they don't have access to easily is financing. With financing, we can break barriers, they can grow, they can develop, they can capacitize. And those are some of the things that we shall be doing along with the sectors as well to see how to capacitize them, to bring in innovative solutions, to bring in technology as well, to train them and build them from the SME to become multinationals as well across the four areas we're starting with for now. And then later on, we add other sectors as well to them. The agreement is expected to boost intra-African trade and help African economies grow. Now, players in the e-commerce space have expressed worry about the inefficiencies associated with the Ghana Post GPS addressing system, arguing it has increased their cost of operations. They believe a proper addressing system will enhance competitiveness within the e-commerce industry. Here's more from the 2023 Africa Trade and E-Commerce Logistics Conference held in Accra. 2023 Africa Trade and E-Commerce Logistics Conference brought together industry leaders, experts and innovators to explore and discuss the latest trends, challenges and opportunities in trade and e-commerce logistics across the continent. Speaking to Joy Business on the sidelines of the conference, founder of Africa E-Commerce Logistics Providers Association, Andrew Pebby, mentioned that the conference will afford industry players the platform to compete favorably at the world market. We are helping organizations to future-proof their supply chains. And we are also giving opportunities for African businesses to become African uh, multinationals. So we are helping organizations, that is SMEs, to grow and expand and enter new markets. Country manager Jumia Logistics, Richmond Carlos Otu, expressed worry about the inefficiencies associated with the Ghana Post GPS addressing system. He therefore appealed to government to press the challenge to enhance competitiveness within the e-commerce space. When we look at last mile within Ghana, we've realized that uh, a lot of challenges exist uh, with having to deliver items to people's doorsteps, owing to the fact that addresses are not well laid out. And quite a number of streets uh, have similar addressings. Of course, we know the likes of where the government and Ghana Post are trying to improve on the Ghana Post GPS, but the truth is today it's not where it, is, where it's not where it needs to be. On his part, a representative at Paystack, Kwejoche, called for an enabling environment for the growth of SMEs, particularly in the e-commerce sector. We know um, entrepreneurship, for instance, it's not easy at all. And there are a whole lot of things within the country that's hindering or preventing others from going into it. So if we do provide such platforms like PayStack is doing for them right now. The conference afforded industry players the opportunity to gain value insights, network with industry professionals and stay ahead in the dynamic world of African trade and e-commerce logistics. Sports is coming up next. Do stay tuned.
Score HD, the new exciting football channel, is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Primera Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. Agronaide, HD Plus, the Feely Feely Experience. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my back. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM, Love FM, live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Let's respond now on joining us today with me, Muftao Nabila Abdullah, former communications director of the Ghana Football Association. Ibrahim Sanidara has called on Ghanaians to lower their expectations when the senior national team is coming up against any opponent. According to him, other uh, countries have developed their game and uh, making it very difficult for Ghana to win all matches. The dynamics of football in Africa has completely changed. There's no country today, you spoke of Rigobert Son. Look at the experiences he's had as a player, playing for Liverpool, captaining Cameroon national team to the World Cup to helping them win the African Cup of Nations and all of that. And him going, taking his badges and becoming a coach. And look at the quality of players they have listed all over the world. So it tells you that, you know, if Cameroon has a difficult result, you need to look at the opponent well. Uh, the same and Cameroon, uh, 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 Sunny, the same Cameroon that beat Brazil, uh, you know, at the last World Cup. Yes, 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 absolutely. And you find that this same Cameroon will come on the continent and will be struggling against, you know, a team who would consider an also run in our African football. That is because the game has changed completely. Everybody is wiser. Everybody is investing more and getting more coaches. 
everybody is investing in getting performance analysts to monitor their players abroad to see who are doing well. People are building up their domestic leagues and all. So this goes to actually buttress the point that, look, football is no longer what it is in the past, and we need to focus on what we have and also take our opponents more seriously than we've done in the past. And, you know, stop having too much on our history. This will take us forward. And the people of Sinyane municipality will now have an answer to it uh, following the uh, cut of sort uh, cutting for the construction of an association in, in the area. And um, according to the member of parliament for the area, Kwesi um, Kwame Chueme, he says that this is part of his contribution to the development of talents in the area. There's more in the following report by my colleague, Precious Samavo. Tenkwasi Sakura Park is located in a suburb of Sunyai, a park which has produced many football talents like Sadiq Adams and Efriya Aqua. But these young footballers in 2023 continue to play on this grassless pitch. Dan Ousu is a legend of the newly promoted Premier League side, Bofatano and the Black Stars. It's bad because normally if even the young ones, those who are below 10 years and don't 12 years, they have to learn how to play football. But if he continues training on this pitcher, he cannot be a good footballer. He needs a pitch more than once. So the Sakura Park in fact, is, is, is dangerous. You can have a lot of injuries on the pitch. To uplift the standard of the pitch, the Sunyani East MP and board chairman of Bui Power Authority, Kwasi Amachame, brokered a deal for the construction of a 5.5 million cities astrotef financed by the authority. We love football. And we need to get the infrastructure for football. I thought that we must do our best to uplift the status of the field. And by God's grace, we are able to provide an ultra-modern astrotef for the good people of Penkwansi in particular and Sunyani in general. Wembley Sports Construction Company Limited has six months to finish the edifice. Simon Lamte is the head of construction. What we have here is a full FIFA approved uh, 11 aside football pitch. Uh, the size is a 68 by 105 meters. It also comes with a floodlight, 500 seater spectator stand, and the VIP sitting area. We also have a mesh fencing around it. Wembley is known for quality, and we don't have any plans of slowing down anytime soon. When we start the construction, we bring our professionals from Accra, and then we um, employ some of the indigents from here, not just to work, we train as well, so that when we are done with the project and we stay for six months, that is the retention period, we train them for the maintenance. So when we are done and we leave, they can continue with the maintenance of the project. At the short cutting for work to commence, witnessed by the chiefs and people of Sunyai, Mr. Miyachirme said the project will help bring back the love of football in the community. I think they will wholeheartedly welcome the project. If you look at the numbers around, it tells you that people have been waiting, have been expecting, have been hoping for this kind of infrastructure. I am happy that I am able to help. As the GFA keeps telling us that we should bring back the love. It's a, a contribution to bringing back the love for our game. That's why I'm appealing to Nananom, everybody, whatever we can do, to support the timely completion of the project, we have to do it. I will do my part 
media people, you do your part. Bono Regional Sports Development Officer Foster Boache commended the Sunyani East MP for his efforts to develop talent. Precious Semevo Joy Sports, Sunyani. And uh, the football coach who physically assaulted a referee in Tamale has been arrested. He turned himself in to the police following a manhunt for him. And uh, we understand that the Ghana Police Service has arrested him and that they've taken his statement, but he's pleading that he shouldn't be taken to court. We'll have details um, as and when we get them. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, up next is World News. Starting this June on Joy News, we connect you to the rest of the continent on Connect Africa with me, Blessed Suga. The issue about loss and damage reparations. Uh, how is the West receiving such a call from especially African leaders? You know, the loss is actually being borne by Africans. I will be here live from the Joy News studio speaking to our affiliates and correspondents from across Africa with news, analysis, interviews and conversations from the rest of the continent. If you look at successive opinion polls, Pitaobi seems to be leading. So the question is if the security insecurity causes a low voter turnout, would it impact on the fortunes of the candidate? Join us on Connect Africa on the Join News Channel. Time check out was making headlines elsewhere. A student has told the BBC how they, he miraculously survived a nighttime assault by suspected Islamist rebels on his school dormitory in western Uganda. He said he smeared the blood of his dead colleagues in his mouth, ears, and on his head so that the attackers would think he was dead. More than 40 people, most of them students, died in the attack on the secondary school in the small town of Mpondre on Friday night. Uganda's president blamed the attack on allied democratic forces, adding that they were possibly working with other criminals. He did not elaborate, but vowed to hand down the militants in their hideouts across the border in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And that's it for World News.
And before we go, there's a looming water crisis in the north as a northern electricity distribution company, Netco, has disconnected parts of the Dalun water treatment plant in the northern region over 39.7 million cities electricity debt. This was part of Netco's revenue mobilization exercise and an attempt to improve upon the company's 15 million cities monthly operational loss. According to the public relations officer of Netco, Maxwell Kotoka, the disconnection to the loan has become necessary because the Ghana Water Company failed to settle the debt. You'll get more of this on myjohnline.com and you would also get updates of all the developing stories. That's where we part company. My name is Aishi Ibrahim. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. time to celebrate and honor their selflessness. It's a moment of recognition and giving these personalities the platform to expand their impact and promote development. They are the finalists of the Journeys Impact Makers Awards, who among our extraordinary 10 nominees will earn the envious title of the Journeys Impact Maker of the Year, Isaac Ajaoto, Richard Oko, Ellen White, or Jefferson Agbotro. Amadou Mohamed, Ilya Subaba, Isaka Anesi, Jajera Porsche, or Joy Okra. There are also Father Moses Awenonja and John Akaribo. Make a date with us at 6 p.m. on the 23rd of June, 2023, live on your most authoritative and credible news portal, the Joy News Channel, for the live telecast and celebration of the Impact Makers of the Year. The Joy News Impact Makers Awards, celebrating ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. Wednesday on the Joy Business Van, tracing the 10-year journey of Ghana's leading travel agency, Adansi Travels, will engage CEO Gideon Asari. How Adansi started is interesting. Um, in 2012, um, I had a couple of friends which were involved with some business um, investment and the company was doing um, a gala dinner in Dubai. So I helped them to travel to Dubai and including myself. So when we were in Dubai for that conference and the idea came that when we come back, since I was able to organize such a, 
a trip for them. Why don't you make it a business? Ten years of providing exceptional travel services. What impact has the Dancy Travels made? So the main impact is bringing that that vibe, that that drive in people to to travel, and making people feel that uh, travel is easy. At Dancy Travels on the Joy Business Van this Wednesday on TV, radio, online, and on ground. The Joy Business Van. Powered by Joy Business and supported by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, and MTN, what are we doing today? Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up this afternoon, Ghana City could come under some pressure this week following the unexpected increase in inflation and the probability of an interest rate hike by the U.S. Federal Reserve. Financial economist Professor Gopher Bokwin describes Ghana's method in restoring debt sustainability as needless and poor. 